Hi, this is Richard Neal. You know me as Aratok in Horizon Zero Dawn, and you're listening to Real Dudes Podcast. This week, we've got two reviews for you. The first, Outer Wilds by Mobius Digital. What do we think of it? Do we love it? Do we hate it? You gotta listen to find out. After that, I found a game on the Epic Games Store that was free. Stories Untold. Sci-fi thriller. A throwback to text-based adventure. So much in such a small game. You gotta check out our impressions of both of these games. Following that, we get into some news, some free games that are out. And then also, our off-topic, with Mario Maker 2 being released recently, what other Maker games would you like to see in the future. Donkey Kong Country Maker? Zelda Maker? So much, so much could be made with this genre. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. to another episode of Real Dudes Podcast. We are slim pickings this week. That is right. Running the duo. I got hey, Carrington with me. Hey, hey, hey. Carrington. Carrington, yes, Carrington. Yes, How are you today, good sir? I, I'm doing all right. A uh, little personal story. I backed into my garage uh, last week, Ooh. and I busted it, and I tried fixing it today, and I did not fix it. So... I'm glad to be done working with it. Still frustrated that it's not working. I bet, man. That's got to be frustrating. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, It was irritating. But anyways, anyways, before we get into the show, we're doing something a little new here. Um, if you lovely listeners could do us a mega favor and head on over to iTunes or Facebook or wherever you listen that can leave reviews, leave Real Dudes Podcast a five-star review and tell us why you love our show. Because we love you and we love your support. Secondly, uh, now that we're, we are releasing episodes on Anchor, uh, there's the option to leave us voice messages, so feel free. It's super easy. Just go to our Anchor page, and all you have to do is click uh, a voice message, and it'll record whatever you have to say. Uh, leave us a question. We can discuss it on the show. Uh, leave us a short review of a game that you're playing that you want us to know about. Uh, if you're developing a game, leave us information about your game so we can play it on the episode so we can get the word out about this game that is coming out that you are developing. We want to hear from you. We love our listeners. Yes, and we do. And we would love to talk about and just put forth any creations you guys have out into the world. Amen, brother. All right. I'm going to so, leave this in, in your hands. Yes. Yeah, gonna... Kyle, I want to talk about something really quick yeah. before we get into our reviews and just normal stuff. And it's not fun. It's not exciting. It's kind of serious. So there was a YouTube gamer that recently committed suicide. His name was Desmond, or he went online as Etika. 
So I did follow him for probably the past four years. If you've never heard of him, he does have a couple memes out there, one of them being the Joy-Con Boys, where he kind of released the prank where he said he had the Nintendo Switch early, where the Nintendo Switch had just been announced, and he quote-unquote had a, a Nintendo Switch on hand, which he didn't. So that was kind of like his, at least in my eyes, his claim to fame after that meme and that joke came out went live. But he recently did commit suicide. And that just want to let you know that, you know, if you guys need any help or if you guys are in that kind of state of mind or you feel like no one is ready to talk to, just know that there's always someone to talk to. Suicide is definitely not the answer. And it's just really uh, sad to see that someone in that, in the gaming community, I think that that was the answer. And really it was like kind of like this whole social media aspect that kind of push him to do that, which is kind of really, really sad. And just kind of really kind of weird too, because he was born the same year as I was too. So that's just kind of weird that I'm still living and he's not, which is kind of, you know, weird to think about also. But like, like I said, suicide is definitely not the answer. There are plenty of people out there to help you out. And uh, when, when I read the news and it just, it, it was not a good day for me, honestly. So yeah, I just want to make that note, make that clear that, you know, I don't even know where I'm going anymore, but just reach out to anyone, like I said, and I will just, I can't reiterate it enough. There's always people out there willing to help. And I know that it takes people getting help to want help, but just know that there are people who love you, who care about you, and just keep, make that aware that things usually aren't as bad as they seem. I know that it's easier said than done kind of thing, but just trust us. There's always someone there with a listener who's also willing to help with anything. That's I think that was very, help. very nicely put. Thank you. All right. So uh, this week we are reviewing Outer Wilds, developed by Mobius Digital. And Stories Untold, developed by No Code, which is published by Devolver Digital. And then we'll cover the question. Uh, since Mario Maker 2 is out, what other Maker games do you want to see? So that's what we've got in store for this episode. And a little bit of news. Yeah. Some uh, To me, some exciting news, actually. Ba, ba, da, ba. I can't wait. So, Carrington, uh, a couple weeks ago... We teased that you were playing Outer Wilds. You gave us your, your um, light impressions of the game. So tell us now, since you've had more time with it, um, your experience with it. We'll start with your experience with it, then I'll ask questions as we go along. All right, that's fair enough. So just as a reminder, if you didn't listen to our past episode, you are an alien on an alien world who is going to do some space traveling. And... Um, a lot of early impressions compared to No Man's Sky, but I just take that comparison and just throw it out the window because the only thing that's similar is that they both deal with space travel. That's it. Um, you have probably four or five planets you can visit. There is, you can go around the entire planet. They're not that big, honestly. Um, and you can go around and explore each and every planet. All of them have secrets to discover and my experience with this game is 
if I could just sum it into one word, summarize it into one word, it'd just be, wow. I, 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 I can't put into words. This game is beautiful. Uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't say that at first, but wow, this game is beautiful in its story, its storytelling. I, I'm putting it on my game of the year list. Wow. It's that yeah. good. Yeah, it's that good. I didn't expect it to be that good. So when it first starts out, it doesn't give you any kind of goals or direction or anything. When you talk to the people around on your home planet, they just said, ah, go explore. It's just, you do what you do. And I'm just kind of like, okay. And the first two, three hours, it's just you exploring on different planets and not knowing any idea what's going on. And then mm-hmm. the next two, three hours after that is when the story starts coming into focus and when you start having a few goals in mind. And when you have the goal in mind, it's just now it's you trying to figure out, okay, I know what I have to do, but how do I do it? And it kind of reminds me of a lot of old school type games that don't give you a whole lot of direction. Like, for example, for example, the first Zelda, it's just you go in that first cave and you get a sword and... You don't, you don't, you're not told to go to the first dungeon. You don't know where the first dungeon is. You just know you're supposed to fight monsters or defeat monsters and things like that, right? This is kind of like that, but there's no enemies or anything like that. Like, you don't, you're not fighting anything. Um, and, but you can, there is a possibility of dying and things like that. Um, but you don't, you're not fighting anything. But I guess the point is, it's just, you don't have any true direction of where to go, what to do. It, it takes you some time to figure out what you're supposed to do in this, this universe. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you were pretty well absorbed in, into the game and the universe of the game. It took, it took some time. Like when I say it's a slow start at first, it's just, it's just go explore. I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know what I'm exploring, but because it tells you to do that, you pick a planet. And then after a while, you just kind of like invested in, what happens in this universe. And I'm not going to say what happens. I will say that there is kind of like a time loop. So when you die, you start off at a specific point every time you die. And also the, there is something that happens. Um, uh, every 20 minutes, I believe it is 20, 22 minutes, something like that. Every 20 mm-hmm. minutes where it automatically resets. So you have those 20 minutes to do to figure out what's going on and then it resets. So you said it takes, took you, it has a slow start. Does that mean like maybe two to three hours of of getting into the game or is it shorter than that or, or longer? So you once once the game starts, it does give you some very small tutorials, like how to control the ship. If you want to do it, like it doesn't force you to do that part. The only thing you're told as soon as you start the game is go get the launch codes for this ship. And so when you're, as you're getting the launch codes, that's when you're trying to figure out like who you are. You, Oh, I'm a space explorer, go explore space, things like that. So it kind of sets things up right out the gate and it gives you that. But once you actually do go out in space, which is maybe, I mean, you can do it immediately pretty much. Um, but if you do what I did and talk to the, the townspeople and stuff, I mean, it could take about 30 minutes before you go out in space. Mm-hmm. Once you're out in space, it's all, it's up to you. It is really up to you where you go, uh, 
and how you go about doing it. Um, there's a, an ancient alien race with an ancient civilization, um, and they give you some insight as to what's going on in the universe as well. Nice. What about the controls of the game? Like, did it feel comfortable? Were there some things that were weird about it? I mean, I will say it... at first, the controls to control your ship were a little awkward. Um, you use the triggers uh, to control the, I guess, direction you're going up, down, uh, forward, backward, things like that. Um, so those are kind of awkward, but when you're like the person, and you're like walking around and stuff. I mean, it's very simple controls, like A is jump and things like that. Those weren't confusing at all. Those are very standard. Um, I will say that there were a couple, I, I there were times, there's one planet has one of the ancient alien ships, really hard to control, but really fun at the same time. Nice. And you are given a bunch of different tools as well. If you're given a camera, and that camera can go in spots that you cannot go. And so that can help you see maybe around corners you can't reach or uh, you know, air, certain areas you can't access, which plays a huge part uh, as you explore the universe and figure out how to solve certain things. Like, I, It's really hard to just not say anything. <laughs> yeah, without spoiling it. So. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And there are a couple different endings you can get as well. So keep that in mind, but it, this is one of those, like, rhymes or what remains of Edith Finch. Like, those games were experiences. Yeah, this linear. is another game that's it's an experience that I think people should just go ahead and... Is there just, a particular type of gamer that, like, this would appeal to, or is this kind of like the game that you're going to say? Um, just play it. Because, like, for me, the inside is, I don't care what kind of gamer you are, I, you should just play it. That's I will say for those that love like action games, this probably isn't the game for you because there isn't a whole lot of like action stuff, but it is mm -hmm. heavily on the story side of things, like the previous games I mentioned. Like those games I mentioned, What Remains to Be the Finch and Ryan, um, those games don't have action either. No. Um, if you are looking for a game that's different, if you're looking for something that's different, I would highly recommend this game. If you're just a gamer, okay, just anybody, just anybody listening right now, just go play. Go play Outer Wilds. And that is very important. I say Outer Wilds because yes. there's another game by Obsidian called Outer Worlds. Which is like Fallout so in space. Those are two very different games. So just remember, yep. Outer Wilds is the game we are talking about. All right. Well, do you want to leave it at that, or do you have anything else that you want to say about Outer Wilds? Say that again, I'm sorry. Do you want to just leave it with that final statement, just go play it, or is there anything else you want to add to it before we give it a score? No, just go play it. Okay. I mean, we've talked highly of Rhyme and What Remains of Edith Finch. I would put it in kind of like those categories of games. So I definitely want to check this game out then. I would I would highly recommend it because by the time you get to the end, like it's not emotional like the other two, but at the same time it is. It doesn't have that heavy feeling of loss, but mm -hmm. it kind of does. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just so well told. By the time you wrap up, you're just kind of okay. like, wow. All right. 
So what do you give Outer Wilds? I would give it a 9 out of 10. Very well. It's not a very long experience, but like I said, it is slow. It'll take you probably about four to six hours, depending on what kind of person you are to finish in total. Which is exactly how long What Remains of Edith Finch and Rhyme takes. This is very true. It's about six hours. But I will say, well, with those two games, uh, like with What Remains of Edith Finch, you know it's emotional as soon as you go in. Rhyme takes some time before you realize what's going on. I know, that journey. That journey, though. (laughs) This this is one of those. like The journey is worth it. I, I agree. I don't think Outer Wilds is a tearjerker, though. It's not that heavy on emotions, but at the same time, it's just kind of like... Yeah. Just by the end, you're just going to go, wow. All right. So Outer Wilds, developed by Mobius Digital. You play that on Xbox? Yes. Yes, it is available on Xbox and PC. If you get it on PC right now, it's only available on Epic Games at the moment. So, speaking of uh, the Epic Store, mm-hmm. um, I, I usually hop on my computer on my days off about 7.30 in the morning or so, and I get a notification, this game's free on the Epic Store. Well, a couple weeks ago, a game called Stories Untold was free, and I okay. downloaded it, found out it was developed by No Code and published by Devolver Digital. Devolver Digital is pretty well known among the uh, indie scene for games that they put out and their ridiculous conferences at E3. And this this game, Carrington, like I was so surprised by it. In what way? Well, I what didn't know it? what I didn't know what the game was going into it. Okay, but I can tell that the game was very much inspired by like 80s horror uh stranger things like it had that retro vibe to it mm-hmm. and it was just i don't know it was pleasing to see in a game that i haven't seen yet i will say you have you were streaming this a little bit off and on as you were playing it so i did catch a little bit of it but at the same time i'm just kind of like this is different so how would you describe the gameplay to people who have no idea what you're talking about? Because it, it is definitely like they do something different with this genre. This is uh, super different because it's split up into four episodes and each episode has a different style of game to it. So the first episode is a text-based adventure. So you are... I'm playing this on computer and... On my screen is a retro computer inside this creepy house, and you're you're controlling your character through the computer, trying to figure out things. Now, for me, I'm obviously an idiot when it comes to playing text-based adventures because I cannot figure out what to type in the game to get it to work. And pro tip, look around. Typing in look around is one of your best friends. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it is. I feel like... Not just text-based adventures, but like when you're playing like even like a D&D style RPG, mm-hmm. book around, like those kinds of games, best friends. Yes. So I I got that about halfway through the game. So yeah, I don't want to spoil, I'm not going to spoil this because this is one of those games where you play once and, and you've gotten through it. Um, But it is, 
the the first episode, I think each episode took me about 30 to 45 minutes to get through out of four episodes. First episode is a text-based adventure. And then say the second episode is like um, an experiment that you're conducting. It's all first person. You're looking at a box. And to the left of the box is like this computer that's giving you instructions on how to like do x-rays and and different volume frequencies for noises that you're trying to get a reaction out of what's inside the box. And then the third episode is different. And the fourth episode is different. Eventually, you know, you're like uh, doing things that you haven't done in the previous episodes. And it's all sci-fi related. Everything is creepy. Everything is weird and, and eerie. And each episode I feel like leaves you with questions. So do the so each episode do they tie together in any way or are they just like individual stories? At the very end, oh, things, okay. things kind of strings start getting pulled together. Okay, uh, but I I'm, I really can't go into like story and everything. Um, it's very much sci-fi, very much in the way of. Like I said, Stranger Things or um, not Twin Peaks, uh, X-Files. Okay, so very like sci-fi. Kind of horror, kind of. Yeah. But I didn't really have any problems with the game at all. Like I didn't run into any glitches anything that like any hiccups in the game it ran smooth and and i got through the game i'm not going to say with ease um there are sections where you use morse code and i don't know morse code but eventually you find through a manual within the game how to you know read morse code or identify morse code so did you have to google morse code or does it like kind of give you some direction in the game I did it first, and then I didn't realize okay. that there is a manual in the game that tells you exactly what you need to figure out the the, the um, puzzle. Okay. And um, I don't know, man. It, it's such a fresh take on games. I was totally blown away by it. Um, fair warning. Uh, I take I I personally take pride in our show being a. Uh, family friendly show. This game starts out family friendly, and then towards the middle, they start throwing uh, some colorful language into the game, mm-hmm. um, which kind of, you know, the the whole game plays out really well. It has mm-hmm. voice acting in it. The voice acting is great. Really? Because when I saw you uh, playing it, I didn't see any voice acting. It comes later on. Okay. And it's okay. done well, and it adds to the atmosphere of the game. Um, but, you know, it, it it can be a little rough around the edges at times. Um, but aside from that, like most of the time you're sitting there looking at a computer screen, you're sitting there looking at a manual, you're sitting there trying to figure out a puzzle. Uh, and and no, none of the puzzles are repetitive. I mean, you revisit um, some of them, some of the same puzzles again, but that plays along with the story. Mm-hmm. Each chapter and episode has a new puzzle and a new thing that you have to figure out how to work. And I, I love that. Like it, everything felt fresh. It's about a four hour game. 
uh, storytelling was great. The music was great. Uh, the the only knockback, which uh, the only knockback, and I don't even know if they're really going for this, is there is a there is a section where you are controlling your character and moving around the map a little bit, mm-hmm. and the graphics aren't very great. It's just like super blurry and super weird. And I don't know if that plays in with the situation that your character's in and it's his mental state. But other than that, the game itself is top notch for a free game, too. Like that blew me away and pay anything for it. So I don't know. Stories untold on the Epic Store right now. Uh, I do not think it's free anymore. It was free for a short period of time. Okay, all right. So, but it was worth the the journey, in your opinion, to experience this. Because you're saying you're not going to reveal what happens. I, yeah. So the ending it was worth it? You were satisfied? Yes. Would you yes. recommend it to anyone out there? Like, who, um, would this, who would you recommend this to as far as, like, people are concerned? You know, you're... you're Classic gamers, action gamers. Uh, text-based adventures when I was younger, and I liked those games a lot. I have not played one, and it was refreshing to play one. And recently, it was nice. Um, I would say people that appreciate puzzle games um, and people that have... Uh, I almost want to say RPG games, but like not like your typical, like not like your your Skyrim's and your stuff, but like your I don't know, like your old school RPG games, like you said, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Okay. Um, and really, anyone that that enjoys a sci-fi experience or. Uh, an experience to make you feel a little eerie, like a little, I don't know, it left me a little unsettled at times. Uh, but it was free. I can't, I, like, it's so hard for me to complain about something with this game. That's, it it had a fair. certain, they had a certain goal, like a certain, uh, not goal, a certain, um, vision for this game mm-hmm. and i think that they executed it perfectly wow so what would you give this on a rate on a scale uh, on the real dude score scale that would be a nine out of ten wow yeah it's it's up there wow would you put this so far on what maybe your game of the year type list as we're right Heading towards the second half of the year. I mean, it's it's definitely one of those uh, one of those. Yeah, it's one of the higher games that I've rated this year. It's one of the mm-hmm. it's one of those games that have taken me by surprise. Okay, very nice. All right, good to know. So yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like the past, since we've been doing the show, I feel like yeah, our game of the years have come on within the first six months. Yeah, and this year. A game 
certainly hasn't grabbed us yet, but I feel like we're, we're starting to get some games that are grabbing us. Yeah. Yep, I completely agree with you. And as we wrap things up here, sit back, sit tight, listen to these great ads, and we'll be right back. Jeff, do you like video games? Yeah! Hey, Cody, do you like free? I guess. That's what I like to hear. Come on down to Budget Arcade. We got games galore. We got red games. We got blue games. We got Battle Royale games. We got RPG games. We got games coming out of butt, and they're all free. How much? I said free. Who is this guy yelling in the middle of the street? I don't. No. Join Scott, Jeff, and Cody each week as we help you navigate through the realm of free-to-play games. Budget Arcade is not responsible for money lost on microtransactions. All loot box purchases are final. Get Budget Arcade wherever you download your podcast from. Now who's this guy? I don't know. He just he keeps yelling. I'm not really sure. Remember the first time you held a controller? That first cartridge you blew into so you could get that stinking game to work. What about your first comic you read? The first time you saw Star Wars. Years and years and years ago. Now you're an adult, working full time to provide for you and your family. But even after all of your hard work, you still make it your quest to spend time with your kids. Hoping they find even the slightest interest in some of the things that you had grown up loving. Video games, movies, comics, My Little Ponies. Join me, Kyle Fetterline, every Wednesday morning on my quest as I discuss with guests what it's like to raise a kid and watch them take after some of our own interests as kids, or have no interest at all in the things that we had grown up loving. This is Parent Quest. Head on over to Anchor and ask me your questions. Leave me a voice message and follow me on Twitter at ParentQuestPod, Instagram and Facebook at ParentQuest. And welcome back to Real News Podcast. Hope you enjoyed those ads because they are awesome. So, Carrington, briefly, our news this week. I've got two things that I just want to shout out. What's up, bro? What do you want to shout out? Lay it on me. I want to hear about it. <laughs> Two games are going to be free. Actually, one of them is free right now. Well, both of them are going to be free as of the time this episode releases, I think. All right, all right. I like yep. free. What's free? And where can I get them? Uh, so, first one I picked up. Same thing again. Uh, Epic Store had a free game. This one is la- the last day of June. It is a... A story-based um, adventure type game, mm-hmm. and it looks sad. Uh, the trailer I saw looks a little depressing. Had some music in it that I didn't really care for. Kind of ruined my experience with the trailer, but I am still going to play the game. All right. It just based on the cover, it kind of looks like a movie poster, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. I am intrigued, and yes. It just released on Switch as well, which is, you know, not a bad thing also. Nope. The next game that is free, uh, it's, I don't really have much experience with it. Um, I don't know if you've played this. I don't even know if our audience has really heard of this game. 
Uh, it is coming out with Xbox games with gold in July. This game called Inside. I, I think I may have heard that. Um, it looks like a pretty decent game. Um, probably not something that I would normally play. Uh, kind of weird. So, honestly, I don't recommend this game to anybody. Really? You mean the game that got you on this whole indie kick? The reason why you decided to join and make our podcast an indie gaming podcast? You don't want to recommend it to anybody. All right. Maybe uh, you all should play Inside, if you, especially if you have Xbox, because this game is is worth playing for free. Um, if you play Little Nightmares before Inside, shame on you. <laughs> and uh uh, yeah this is a another like a horror game a 2d puzzle made by playdead who also made limbo um which is another amazing game Mm -hmm. very weird and creepy and it, it is one of the only few games that i immediately restarted after i beat it i can agree um and I have played it a couple more times even after beating it, just to just kind of keep myself fresh. Mm-hmm. And that game, that entire game is so well done and put together. There are, I think I read in an interview where like in the first minute a dog chases you, it took them a long time just to perfect that little portion of the game. So that much detail when it's just that one small five second portion of the game for those of you who haven't played it just imagine how much detail goes into the game overall oh yeah that that whole sequence it's i mean i have heard multiple people say that this is an example of a a like a perfect 10 game like a flawless game that runs perfect there are no hiccups in the game from the beginning to the very end, everything runs so smooth. The sound quality, oh man, some of those, some of those sequences, especially when you first hit underwater for the first time. Like, I, you need to play this either with an incredible sound system or your headphones because it's, it adds to the experience of the game. I will never forget the first time playing through that game. And the last section, I was in a party with Preheated uh, Crab, a.k.a. Caleb. He was in the party, as well as, I think, Brienne. And Jake may have been there also. And I remember I was at home. It was around this time of the year. So remember, I was at home July 4th weekend, a couple of years ago. And they heard my reaction. Mm-hmm. Caleb had already played it. Jake and Brienne had not played it yet. So it was interesting to hear those two sides because Caleb knew what was coming. Jake and his wife had no idea what was coming. And I don't know. It's just something I won't forget. That first time playing through it and reacting the way I did. You can't beat it. No, you can't be it. That, that is another game. It's just an experience. Like, you can watch it online and see other people react to it, which is easy. 
and stuff like that. But to actually experience it yourself is a complete other thing. And there's a couple parts that were scary. They, they weren't like jump scares per se, but just just creepy. Just yeah, exactly. And it does it does a really good job with everything, like the atmosphere, the music. And it's such a simple game because I think really you're only using the A and X button on the Xbox mm-hmm. controller. I think those are the only two buttons you really use, if I remember yep. right. Oh, I'd love to play that game again. I probably will. Go right ahead. Stream I it. I play it on to. Switch. I haven't played it yet on Switch. Do you have it on Switch? No. Just have it on Xbox. But my my normal like go to thing is I'd like to play a game late at night after everybody's done playing games and just I don't know when everyone's asleep and it's quiet and creepy I feel like there's a certain mood like a certain setting you have to have for that game I wholeheartedly agree yeah because you can easily beat it even if you don't know what you're doing you can beat it in about three hours it's not long at all Mm -hmm. yep I agree well that's all the news that I had all right Anything else that we have on here? So, so Kyle, I got something here for you. I I'm gonna bring in someone for our last segment here. Oh my god! Yeah, man, I don't you think it'll be cool and amazing? Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Just give me one second. Well, look who the cat dragged in. Bill the chef in the flesh. Uh, what are you guys bringing me in for now? Oh, you know, just for some great classic fun, as in Mario. Hmm. We're talking Mario? That We're is classic. Yeah, is that classic. was classic fun. Should I get comfortable? Get comfortable, open up a beer, relax, do what you do, man. No need to tell me twice. Oh, yeah. All right, so Mario, what are we talking about here? So back in the year of 1989, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Mario Maker 2 released recently. And yes, and I have played it. So before we get into the question, what are your feelings on this fantastic game? So Mario Maker 2, I haven't played the first one, so I can't compare the two. But I can say that Mario Maker 2, I'm not going to make anything. I just want to play levels. And it does that very, very well. And there are a couple like YouTubers, or I just say streamers that are speedrunners, that got me into this whole, you know, maybe Mario Maker has something to it kind of thing. And I'm having a ton of fun with it. I'm going to be quite honest. Like, it's got some... Pre-made, it has 100 pre-made levels by Nintendo to kind of get you used to some of the features and new things within the game itself. So if you're just kind of like, oh, I just need some new Mario stuff to play, like I said, 100 pre-made levels by Nintendo. And on top of that, an infinite amount of levels made by just people in general that are wanting to experience the stuff that you know, that they made and want to put out in the world. Uh, Chef? I'm intrigued. I've always enjoyed Mario games. Uh, I also will not be making levels. 
but I will definitely take a look at it, play around with it. Although the video clips that I've seen of the levels that people have made look insanely difficult and uh, kind of intimidating. I agree. I haven't gotten there yet, but uh, they're, like I said, one of the speedrunners, what he's done, because I was watching him Friday, he made a couple of levels to teach you some of those more advanced Mario moves. Hmm. I think I'm right there in the same boat with you. And I'm going to refer to you as Chef. Is that all right? Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. You know this. Okay. Uh, I'm not one for creating levels, but I think it would be cool to to play other people's levels. And uh, maybe watch Carrington's stream, Mario Maker. And I feel like you could host a stream and have viewers like suggest creations for you like as you're going along. I would be perfectly fine with that, honestly, because I Mario games are a ton of fun. I mean, I wish there was other maker games. <laughs> oh, but I will say that <laughs> this game is a lot of fun, and it hits a lot of those, a lot of the beats that a Mario game that you know and love, as well as just people in general being creative. Um, I was watching a YouTube video from Game Theorists. And they made a calculator inside of Mario Maker, which I think is really awesome. There's just all kinds of levels like that as well. So, speaking of Mario games and and other makers, what other quote-unquote maker games do you want to see? Personally, I wouldn't mind a Sonic maker game. I think that would be perfect for its community and i'm talking like 2d sonic you don't have to go 3d but 2d sonic would be great to see i could see that working and i mean there is kind of sort of community out there like before mario maker there were um there are mario roms out there that people would hack and create their own mario stuff so like that that same concept exists within the sonic community where they take the sonic games hack them and make their own sonic levels but it would be great if Sega themselves also released the tools so just anyone could make something. For Sonic, I almost feel like as though it would be more of a, a track builder, if you will, almost like Excite Bike or any kind of racing game, just due to the way that the levels are laid yeah. out in that style of game. But that could be fun. Kind of like laying out a Hot Wheels track. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's the glowing sidebars. I wouldn't be upset with that, honestly, because most, like, the classic Sonic levels do give you that certain sense of speed, and I think that's why I really enjoy Sonic a whole lot, just going fast. Gotta go fast! <laughs> I feel like the community would be able to bring that aspect of Sonic back that Sega seems to have forgotten. If I could make one Sonic level, it would be a level with probably 50 loops in a row. And a sweet downhill jump at the end. Yep. Oh, yeah. What other games would you think about that way, Carrington, that you'd like to see a, uh, a level maker for? Say that again, I'm sorry? Which other games would you like to see a level maker, f- a level maker for? So, I'm not a huge fan of this franchise, but don't get me wrong, I still love it. With it being Metroid, I would love to see, and it could be any Metroid. It could be the Metroid Prime series where it's 3D, or it could even be mm-hmm. like the classic Super Metroid type deal. Um... I would love to see a Metroid Maker. I think that would... I think the community would have a lot of fun with it as well. I don't know if it would work as much, though, 
only because um, Metroid has a certain, <clears throat> I don't know, like each room is its own puzzle. I don't know if people would spend that much time making a dedicated Metroid level, but it would be cool to see. Maybe if it was Metroid Other M. Oh my gosh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Phil? Is there anything, uh, any any games that you could think of off the top of your head? Burnout. Yes. First one that comes to mind is Burnout. Like, just give me a bunch of stuff to crash into. I'm okay with it. Do you have a vision in your head of like a Burnout destruction like course that you would want to make? Not really, but if you gave me 10 minutes and a controller, I could probably whip it up for you. I've got you 10 minutes on the clock right now. I don't have a controller and a burnout course maker, man. Ugh, all right, fine. I, you can have 10 minutes, though. All right, as long as I get 10 minutes. Um, I thought about burnout as well. Or really any racing game. I think you could have fun. And, and Sonic kind of fits in with that, too, because I feel like you could make a racing track with Sonic and, have, and race against other characters through the map. Well, in that vein, couldn't you do like a Sonic Kart racing or a Mario Kart as well in that same style? Oh, that's true. With a create yeah. your own cart path type of a thing. Yep. Yep. And then you could go as far as doing like Mario Kart uh, battle, um, the the battle arena, and do custom arenas. That'd be awesome. Uh, I posted this question on Twitter, and some of the replies that I got um, were Zelda. Which I can see that. I can see a Zelda Maker for sure. Uh, make the entire game just the water dungeon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> water levels are the worst, even I'm in Mario. You're talking Ocarina of Time when you say the water dungeon. Yes. Oh. Another one being Donkey Kong Country. Yep. That would be super yeah. cool. I could see that happening. Same band yeah. as Mario with that, though. Yeah. It, it, th- those are both in the same category. And then uh, someone else. Uh, so Kevin Long mentioned Donkey Kong Country, Turtle at Dump Timer mentioned Zelda, <laughs> and then uh, Matt Lucas uh, mentioned Dark Souls. And having a let me see if I can find it here. Oh, having a boss fight customization kit. Oof. See what kind of boss Ooh. fights you can come up with. Which that game is very well known for their boss fights. Yep. You know, I was just thinking too. Because I'm a huge fan of Time Splitters and that franchise. Mm-hmm. One of the things that that game is known for is giving you the you the tools to create your own campaigns and multiplayer maps. So I wouldn't mind seeing something, you know, have something like Halo take that next step. Because you can already make your own maps, but you can't make your full you can't make a full campaign that way. No, either. you can do um, game modes though, kind of, right? Yeah, kind of. So yeah, kind of. So I wouldn't mind seeing just kind of like the Halo custom map maker taking that next step that's kind of where i where i was going with like tony hawk's pro skater in my head i I thought man tony pro skater would be a lot of fun to do but you can already kind of customize your own maps in the older games and i don't know if they ever got to campaigns not quite but they had the entire skate park creator so you could basically just kind of lay a couple of them side by side by side and go with it yeah i guess if we saw that in a skate game well, that means a new skate game needs to be made. Right. So, Skate Maker. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Um, you can kind of create your own like skate park in Skate, but um, it was kind of limited. In Skate? 
Yeah, because I remember you could sit. I think I can't remember Skate Two or Skate Three. You could kind of like create ramps in certain mm-hmm. places and stuff. I don't remember. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. 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 See. Yeah. But I, I just remember being super basic. Um. The other game that came to mind was Golf Story, but then once I started thought, thinking about Golf Story, like doing your own campaign for that, I mean, it's pretty much just RPG Maker. Yep. So. <clears throat> well, and Golf Story wasn't even necessarily about the courses themselves, but about just like the fun little story that was told alongside the yeah. courses. The courses it, played second fiddle to the story. Yeah. And the, the I mean, that game had great writing in it. And little little side stories that went along with it, so... Yeah. I think games where you can create your own campaign need to have more love, and that needs to be a feature made more often. AKA Wargroove. I was thinking the exact same thing, <laughs> but I haven't touched that in about a, two months or so. So there's that. Gotcha. Gotcha. I booted it up recently at work, and I got to say, it's, uh, it's it was a little difficult for me to get back into where I left off at. Oh, Dead Cells. That that could be a lot of fun. Except yeah. that was all rend- randomly generated, wasn't it? It was, but yes, that style of game definitely would work. Also, if it if it's in the same vein as Metroid and Super yeah. Mario, but it's yeah, so you're right. And you could you could set up like different drops and stuff. Or, I suppose or just, even if it's randomly generated, the map you can say like drop such and such here. 100 meters in or whatever drop something something here 250 in or even maybe celeste because celeste is similar yeah. just doesn't have combat yep which that's in, in the same vein as mario yeah yeah a very tough celeste mario. Is so good uh, phil you missed out uh we were talking about inside a little bit earlier because it's free this month on xbox inside never heard of it yeah i know i know you haven't i can't wait for you to go back and listen to this so <laughs> well, summon me in earlier. I'm sorry, I don't have control of my powers. They're pretty limited. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> that works. Oh boy. Um. All right. I think we covered that pretty well. So, is there anything off the top of your head as far as a maker game? Anything else that you can think of, or do you think we covered that all pretty well? I think we covered it pretty well. I mean. There is games out there like Mario Maker already, like RPG Maker, um, if you guys are interested in like going down that road and stuff. But I think certain genres need to be... need makers like Mario Maker that we've covered today. Do you think that we will see a, a new genre being made out of this? Like, Do you think that Mario Maker will be the stepping stone for a maker genre? I think so. Only because the first Mario Maker was on the Wii U. As we know, the Wii U didn't sell very well. So you can imagine Mario Maker itself probably didn't sell super well. But it probably did well enough for Nintendo to justify it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling Mario Maker 2 is going to be a pretty good hit on the Switch. That might spawn more people to try and follow suit as well. Do like a Pokemon Maker too. Create your own gems. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, Phil. Thank you. Or I'm sorry, uh, Chef. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for volunteering your time to be teleported here 
involuntarily. Hey, man, I was sitting on the couch playing Overwatch, and all of a sudden I'm sitting here with you two. Can't beat You're that. You're welcome. Can't beat it. Uh, I don't know. It was two and one. Or uh, three, so- oh, and one is what I was before <laughs> you guys summoned me here. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're responsible for the for the tie. Why zero and one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good time. Say that that draw though was amazing. Not gonna lie, it wasn't a bad one. Phil, Chef, Man, Dude, uh, Zen. Uh, is there anywhere Every people can hear you same. or read your thoughts? Uh, yeah, you know, occasionally I contribute over at GamerHeadsPodcast.com with some game reviews and just some random blog posts, stuff like that. Never heard of them. <laughs> I'm telling. Just kidding, Roger. Just kidding. I'm telling. Um, <laughs> My hand's in the air. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys can uh, check out our website, www.realdudespodcast.com. And uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at RealDudes underscore pod. Again, at the beginning of the show, I mentioned anchor.fm slash Podcast. You can leave us voice messages there. Ask us questions. We'll discuss it on the show. We'll play your audio on the show if you want to hear yourself. And uh, some love on iTunes. We're trying something new in July. You want to hit on that? Yes, yes. Yeah, you. uh, Well, it's tomorrow. tomorrow This will be the first episode. So this works. Right. This works perfect. Do you want to tell? Oh sure, yeah. So we're gonna try something <laughs> new in July. <laughs> but I'm sorry, my internet's been going in and out just a little bit, so I can't tell when you go out or if it's my the, your voice just cutting out because of my but, internet. But I saw the finger quotes on that, Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, in July, we're going to start trying to release something out every single day in July. So be ready for a lot of content. It won't be all gaming, but we're going to have some fun with it. So come with us on this journey. I'm going to Chicago in a couple of weeks, so I might be doing some stuff there as well. Hey, the cool thing with Anchor is that you can record from the app on your phone and post it from the app on your phone. Oh, yeah. So Wait, that's great. great. Even if little old me goes to anchor.com and hits you guys' site up, I can post stuff and it no. may be played on the show. You can send us questions on Anchor. Oh man, you guys don't you even want to rec- open that can of worms. Oh it'll, baby. Uh, it'll record your audio and then it'll send it to us, and then we can have your audio. And depending on what you say on your audio, we can post it on the episode and then discuss whatever you you uh, either ask us or state or whatever. Kyle, I'm kind of hurt that you phrase it like that, depending on what you ask. <laughs> you ask nothing but the best of questions. That is nothing. true. You you bring everything to the table and more. I would rage bamf my way back out of here if I could. <laughs> Too bad, I might bad. even record something while I'm in Minnesota in a couple months. Oh. Oh, oh wait, you're coming you here? In... I'm going to just transport my way over to you. Sounds good. Hope you got a yep. place to stay. Ah, uh, you know, we'll see. I might just be a hobo. You should. <laughs> yeah. You should. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess it'll kind of be whatever, whatever really we want for the day. It could be a few minutes, or it could be what fifteen minutes or so, just depending on what you feel like. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. I've got some things planned for this month, so be ready, guys. Awesome. Be ready. All right. 
Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Real Dudes Podcast. And uh, have a rad day. Well, You're, still and- You're staying here forever. I mean, dang it.